Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, We Found a Lost Man. Folks, today's message is another personal testimony of mine that was very powerful in my life. This event has nothing to do with chicken like yesterday's, but it does involve diet Mountain Dew. The best beverage in America, and I'm believing it will be available in heaven. By the way, I don't have any scripture for that. Again, this testimony involves hearing the still, small voice of God inside of us. I also want to emphasize again that I am not minimizing the importance of hearing from God through the Bible, which is the most common way that we do hear from God, but we still need to hear God through his still small voice inside of us and not limit God through our unbelief. Now reviewing a few key foundational scriptures in this area. John 4:24 in the Amplified, God is spirit, the source of life, yet invisible to mankind, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Folks, God's Spirit speaks to our spirit, and we receive that communication through thoughts and impressions. Also remember 1 Corinthians 2.14, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. My friends, we can't figure out God with our brain. To the natural man... Hearing God's still small voice seems very foolish. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verses 3-5, through 5, To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Folks, we should hear God's voice as he calls us by name. Verse 4, And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Friends, it is important to confess God's word. I've been confessing for years that I am God's sheep, and I hear his voice. Verse 5, Yet they by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Folks, what we hear inside must line up with the Bible, or it wasn't God's voice. And finally, 1 Kings 19.12. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice, or a delicate, whispering voice. Folks, it's a still, small voice, or a delicate, whispering voice from God that is inside of us. But sometimes we miss it because the noise of life. Well, now let me tell you about what happened after a church service about 10 years ago now. My son and I were heading to a church picnic after I locked up the church on a Sunday morning. We were just a few minutes from the picnic, and I felt that strong prompting inside, that still small voice that said, Stop at this gas station. It was silly and the natural to stop. There... As there were just a, we were just a few minutes away from the church picnic and a cooler full of Diet Mountain Dew, praise God. Also, my son, like many young boys his age, wanted to get to the park 
and play with his friends. One key point to make here, many times natural things keep us from hearing and obeying God's still small voice. My knowing I, that I had what I needed at the picnic and there was no reason in the natural to stop and the pressure to keep my son happy, to get him to the park to have fun and play. Both of those natural things almost kept me from obeying that still small voice of God inside me. But thankfully this time, I obeyed that voice inside. I stopped at this gas station in Newburgh that I hardly ever go to and thought I needed a fountain diet Mountain Dew. So as I was going into the building, I noticed an elderly man entering about the same time as me and he looked confused or disoriented and lost. But even though I really had and have a heart for the elderly from my ministry work, I was busy, and I thought, I don't have time for this. So I said to the attendant there, could you please check on that man, as he seems a little confused and lost. And then I went about the very important task of getting a large fountain drink of Diet Mountain Dew. So when I finished getting my drink, I headed to the counter to pay, and that older gentleman was just leaving the building, and I asked that same attendant, did you figure out if the man was okay or needed help, etc.? She said that she couldn't really understand him, and then I asked if she could check on him a second time. As you could tell, I was busy with my life. I had a picnic to get to, etc., you ever notice how easy it is to make excuses why we are too busy to help people on the side of the road with car trouble or to load something heavy in someone's car at the store, etc., etc.? Well, the attendant went outside to check on him again. God bless that young lady's heart. Well, I paid for my diet due and headed for my car. I got in the car and felt a very strong prompting inside that I needed to go check on that man and not tell someone else to do it. I thought to myself, I'm sorry, Lord. And I drove over to the side of the building where he came from, and the attendant lady was getting ready to walk away from him, and he was getting ready to get into his vehicle and leave. So I jumped out of my vehicle and asked him if everything was okay. Well, I couldn't really understand him either, but he, he had a hotel key, and I figured he must be lost and can't find his hotel. So I told him to follow me and I would lead him to his hotel. So he seemed to understand and he followed me in his vehicle towards the hotel. Another key point with God's promptings. They are not usually convenient to our personal plans. Well, guess what? His hotel was in the exact opposite direction of where I was going. And guess what else? Many people would say that some of the elderly folks drive really slow. And he was. I didn't think we would ever get to the hotel. He was following me so slow. So I had a lot of time to think on that drive to the hotel. I thought he probably got lost getting gas before going to lunch with his family. So I should call the hotel front desk and let them know that I had this man driving a so-and-so model car following me, and if he had some family asking about him at the hotel's front desk, 
that we were heading that way. The front desk person on the phone said, this is amazing. That man has been lost for a day and a half. Well, I got to the hotel and this man's daughter comes running out of the park to the parking lot. As her dad, who looked to be in his 80s, had been lost in a strange town for about a day and a half. It turns out he was from the Chicago area and was in town for a high school class reunion. And he never showed up at the reunion Friday night. And I found him Sunday morning. He took care of his wife in Chicago, who had some major health issues. And he apparently had some temporary dementia on this trip to Evansville. So we said our goodbyes in that hotel parking lot. And as I was driving away, I thought about that high school reunion and called up my mother-in-law and asked if she knew which reunion that was. And amazingly, that high school reunion was for her husband's class. And since this man didn't show up at the reunion on Friday, My mother and father-in-law and some of their friends had been looking for him on Saturday. Well, the best part of all this was this lost man was best man at my mother and father-in-law's wedding over 50 years prior. And I found him over five hours from his home near Chicago at a gas station I hardly ever go to and didn't really need to stop there that day. But that still small voice of God inside me told me to stop. Again, like with yesterday's testimony, this situation again made me think about how many times during the day is God trying to tell me something in that still small voice, but the noise of life keeps me from hearing or hearing clearly and then acting on what God asked. Let's pray. Father, we repent when we let the noise of life get in the way of hearing that still, small voice as you guide us. And we just pledge to, to work harder every day to, to, to learn to hear from you and to seek to hear that still, small voice to be a blessing to others. With Father, we thank you for your mercy and your love. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, we love to hear from you at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.